What's up, everyone? This is your host, Daniel. And Javi, and you're listening to the Brown Sound Podcast. We're just two brown best amigos talking about everything and anything through a Latino and indigenous perspective. In this podcast, we uplift indigenous and Latino insights on a variety of topics that highlight the intersectionality of both cultures. Expect some tears, joy, and definitely laughter. Imagine chilling with your two best friends, talking smack, and throwing a little shade. <laughs> <laughs> What is up, everybody? It's your favorite Javi and Daniel with the Brown Sound, Season 4, Episode 8, coming to you live from Arizona. Yes, we are, you know, sweating our little Tetons <laughs> off here in Arizona. Our what? <laughs> Tetons means butt. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, other, yeah, other things. I can tell you what Tullets means. Oh. Just kidding. I won't say that one. No, but uh, yeah, we are recording today's episode from downtown Phoenix, Arizona. But before we get into today's episode, I wanted to give a shout out that we are recording today's special episode on the ancestral homelands of the Akumil Atam, the Pima, and Piposh Maricopa people. They have been the original caretakers of this land in this area of Phoenix. So shout out to my fellow natives out there. We've been eating, you know, (laughs) fry bread house all week, (laughs) (laughs) eating chili and chamut and fry bread and all that good stuff so shout out to the Atam people the Pima people the Maricopa people the Navajos and the Yaquis I mean this this Arizona is so it's full of so many different tribes and so much different diversity and and cultures and languages so absolutely shout out shout out to the brown people of Arizona yeah I feel so I mean I would say at home but I'm not like (laughs) not one of these tribes but I feel so like with your people yeah it's 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 nice to not be the only brown person in the area like in idaho you know we go out somewhere we're the only brown person but here there's a million of us that all look the same yeah that's <laughs> so true that's nice. true absolutely i chicks one of the cool things that has stood out to me is and we'll jump into it here in a little mm-hmm. sec is um i thought it would be a lot ha- uh, hotter for sure yeah. and it's surprisingly been in, in like a like 70s which is probably like cool for this area yeah they're um, probably cold right it's probably cold <laughs> yeah because i saw somebody in sweater yeah i did yeah, too. That, yeah that kid at the coffee shop had that sweater on outside and people have been wearing pants and we're over here like oh man we're enjoying this <laughs> yeah getting out of our winter brown yeah <laughs> <laughs> definitely going to come home a little bit tanner. Hopefully. 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 Yeah, Cheekix, I wanted to share a little bit on... I was really happy about getting to check out some of the cool spots in the area. I mm-hmm. did not anticipate... Like, I've been to Phoenix before. Yeah. Definitely, definitely driven by, and I know it was a lot of desert, a lot of cactuses, um, cacti. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, I was like, cacti? Uh, um, no, nopales? <laughs> yeah. There's a lot of nopales, uh, which is this cactus for all you uh, non-Spanish speakers <laughs> listening. Uh, no, but one of my favorite places that we've visited so far is that botanical garden. Oh, yes. Dude, there were so many different types of uh, cacti. That <laughs> yeah. You can just say nopales. <laughs> Make it easier. There's so many different... Uh, variations of what a cactus is. I mean, it was so like yeah. beautiful too. Like check out our Brown Sound podcast. We put up a reel of bo- botanical gardens. It looks freaking yeah. like on Instagram, legit. on Instagram, on Instagram, yeah, on Instagram yeah. yeah. Yeah, I think the cool thing about the the botanical garden here is it had those four different sections that were like dedicated to the four deserts of like the South. You know, like, oh there was, yeah. Remember that map that had like all the different um like I don't know, like Sonoran Sen- Desert. I had yeah, Sonoran, Sonora, 
Sonoran? I don't know. Uh, Kootenai? <laughs> <laughs> but they had all these cool different, like, sections dedicated to, like, the, you know, the plants and the deserts of this area. So I thought that was pretty interesting. And it was a little pricey, so we definitely got us, We had to get our money's worth, so we got some good pictures there. If you yeah. uh, check that out on Instagram, too, and go double tap. Uh, <laughs> go double <laughs> tap those. Yeah. <laughs> Put us on your story. Yeah. <laughs> no, but. Uh, no, it's true. So if you, if you are going to check it out, it is a little pricey, uh, so if you're gonna go with your large family, yeah. um, you know, save your coins and definitely take your favorite kid. It's definitely <laughs> <laughs> yeah, take your favorite parent. Yeah. <laughs> but the other thing too is we kind of went a little bit closer to closing time, so yeah. I think we had about an hour and a half to check everything out, <laughs> and we checked everything yeah, out. Believe we... me, when I was like, "She gets <laughs> we paid twenty four dollars, we better see every yeah. corner of this freaking botanical garden." And um, but it was beautiful. Yeah. Yeah, no, so definitely. beautiful. They fixed it up really nice. Um, that the sunset was unbelievable. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, it was just a vibe. It was really yeah. really cool. And there's a restaurant there, so yeah. if you if you want to eat or get some like bevies before or after, that's definitely a vibe there too for yeah. sure. I know when we first pulled up, I was thinking like, do they do a native discount or do natives get in for <laughs> free? Because at like the national parks, if you show your tribal ID, you can get in for free. Yeah. And so I was, I was like, but then again, this is probably like white owned, so yeah, like, they was... weren't giving us no discount. So I was like, it's all right, it's right. all good though. It really did feel like, hey, we're we're brown. We should yeah. we should get to see these. Technically, you know, this land is uh, not for sale. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Next time we got to go in flexing cheekers like, do you know who we are? We're with the Browns. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to be like, I am the president of the Navajo Nation. <laughs> They're like, what? Just start lying, not even Navajo. Yeah. Just say, I am the councilman of the awesome people here <laughs> yeah yeah no and and uh outside of the okay so the botanical garden was beautiful and yes. we got some fire picks yeah for sure out of there uh but sure. the other cool thing i've liked about being here so far is the food chicas. oh let me let me tell you the she, food. do we need to tell them about the fried bread house yeah we we could talk about that for this whole episode if we <laughs> really just wanted to Oh, Browntown takes the private house. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so as a non-native person, um, so I'm not going to call it like native food because it's just food. I, sometimes it annoys me when people go like, oh, I'm tired of Mexican food. And I'm like, that's just food for me. <laughs> okay. Noted. <laughs> Noted. Like, just Mental food. <laughs> But but uh, no, we we got to go to the Freiburg House. So mm. it's a Tahona Otum. I believe it's like Tahona Otum. Tahona Otum. Okay. Now, I'm sure that's in their language though. But we don't speak. Yeah, Atom, I don't. So it's I okay. It's okay. Yeah. yeah. So Shout out to them, I, I Tio's. People call them Tio's. Tio's. Yeah. Um, Tio's. Tio is also. <laughs> oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> but I was thinking T O. Like T and O. Yeah, yeah, I definitely yeah. say that. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'll just dancing yeah, around. I, I didn't mean no offense. I'm sorry. Shout out to the Otum. Yeah. We love your food. We love your food. So um, we went to the Fry Bread House. Yes. Um, National Treasure, I would say, here in Phoenix. Mm. So good. So I ordered a beef stew, everybody. How many? How many? Yeah. How many um, beef stew? And it it tasted and looked like pozole, mm-hmm. which was really neat. And seriously, I cannot get enough of it. I ended up getting that with a piece of fry bread and also the tortillas that they make down here in the Southwest. Oh, yeah. What are those called again? I believe they call 
call them chamut or chamut or chamut or something, but it's it's a very thin tortilla cooked, I believe, over like a fire. Like they have like a like a pot or like a comal, yeah. and then they just throw the tortilla on it. But they're really huge. They're really thin, and they're just amazing. <laughs> yeah, the, I just you know personally, I just felt at home when I was eating it because the food there also tastes like homemade. Yeah, it does. It doesn't taste like processed. Mm-hmm. Like you don't taste no weird. Like this ain't this is fake food. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, it's real food and it, it tastes and you can taste it you just taste like the homeliness of it yeah. and I don't know Chicas I'm a big fan if I come For back sure. I'm definitely coming uh, I know we've gone twice already <laughs> <laughs> we've been there you know we camped out at the Freiburg house yeah we did no I, I definitely echo that the food tastes so like you could tell it's made with love I know a lot of natives we always talk about whenever we prepare food prepare dishes for people we always make sure we cook with love and a good heart and stuff. Yep. so you could definitely tell the Freiburg house their food is made with love it feels just like all the good aunties and grandma's food <laughs> like it was just so fulfilling and the red chili i had the red chili indian taco and then i had the green chili stew i had the fried bread i was just <laughs> chilled out you know um but in idaho we don't get like hatch chili so mm-hmm. it's nice to have be back in the southwest and have hatch chili because that always also reminds me of my aunt and my family from mescalero so it's like one of those good like nostalgia things when they yeah. come and visit so it's like oh chili I- one of the things that stood out to me, Chikix, was what you just said. So we spoke to one of the workers there. Oh, yeah. And one of the things she said, so she was from... She was Lakota. She was Lakota. Yeah. And she had. She was talking about, does your... does She said, does your tribe make fry bread? Yeah. Um, and she was asking you about, like, what food mm-hmm. and what, what you ate. And she said, yeah, when you make fry bread, you have to be in a good spirit. Like, yeah. She said, you can really taste it, uh, like, you the know, good, depending on... The good vibes. The good vibes. And so that, I had never thought of before if i'm being honest i've never yeah. thought about food in that way but it makes sense right yeah yeah that's just like a tea i believe i mean i'm sure every tribe has its own way of interpretation of that but for us i know in our culture whenever there's like services or you know whatever ceremony anything if there's a head cook they always make sure you cook and like you know with your good good intentions a good mind a good heart just because if you you're putting that love into the food and people are eating it so yeah. you're putting it into their body so always got to have the good the good vibes never cook when you're horny just kidding oh <laughs> <laughs> no, like what uh, <laughs> oh, but, oh whoa, whoa, okay <laughs> I'm like, i don't know how to answer that uh, <laughs> uh, I no just, i just cook when i'm hungry <laughs> No, but any, I mean, if anyone ever comes to the Phoenix area, definitely check out the Frybird House. They're also featured on the Taco Chronicles on Netflix. Oh, yeah. So that, that you know, popular show on Netflix came to Phoenix and they stopped by the Frybird House. So, you know, they're a pretty big deal and they won a bunch of awards, I believe, for like best food or, yeah. you know, things like that here in the area. So check them out, the Frybird House. The food is amazing. You won't be disappointed. Nope. Get everything on the menu because everything on the menu is so good. Yeah. You know what I was also surprised at Chiquitin is probably because it's the Southwest and there's a lot, a lot of like Mexican influence mm-hmm. um, in, with with the cooking anyways is that they also had tamales, yeah. they had menudo, they had birria, mm-hmm. um, pozole with, with some of the um, some of the fry bread. They also did like cheese kind of on top of it. So it reminded me mm-hmm. a little bit of like quesadillas a little bit. Yeah. Um, and the the space is really clean. Like you can tell that have they have a lot of pride in yeah. their in the restaurant. And it said it was um, owned since. 
1992. It's been open since yeah. 1992. So it's been a long time, right? Yeah. Yeah. And it's cool. The cool thing about the Freibird House is it is family owned. You know, oh, yeah. they're Tahan Atom. They've been, you know, in the business for a while. So that's it, just the one of the best things about, you know, na- native food is, I guess, well, oh, food. I'll just say food. <laughs> best thing about food is just, you know, it's always, you're just always going to be full, full belly, full, yeah. like a chief. <laughs> <laughs> um, and the other cool thing that stood out to me about the Freiburg House Chicax was that um, outside they had bead workers selling some oh, of their yes. like native because oh, we native arts and crafts. Yeah, yeah, we talked to a guy who was Navajo out there that mm-hmm. was selling some necklaces and like bracelets that yeah. were really pretty and the like, turquoise. Yeah, and the silver. That's the one thing I love about the Southwest is the jewelry. I mean, every tribe has their own beautiful versions of you know their jewelry and yeah. stuff, but the Southwest like the turquoise to me just looks so it makes you just feel all bougie and luxury like yeah. ooh, the more turquoise i have the more money i have because <laughs> <laughs> turquoise ain't cheap yeah. you know so but no but it's like all the stands that's the cool thing too is like natives will always try to help you know the other natives like you know get a bag because the Freiburg house is a native owned restaurant but out front they have these two different stands that are native navajo owned i believe but well one of them was i don't know what the other lady was but i'm pretty sure she was probably southwest too but yeah um yeah just it's just cool you know check them out too support your native artists out there that's definitely you know one way that people feed their families you know pay their bills so shout out to them shout out to the art shout out to the creator (laughs) (laughs) oh and one last thing that i wanted to point out is all the workers were indigenous because when we spoke to the lady uh that the server that came out to talk to us she was like yeah everybody in the back is like different you know from Mm -hmm, different different tribes but but she what she was sharing is like you know we all get along we all have different ways of, of cooking our food but you know it all comes yeah. together and that was cool so you know it's authentic that's yeah. what I'm, I'm getting out there i guess <laughs> yeah yeah she did say though that sometimes the navajos will come in and be like i want a navajo taco and they're like yo it's the indian taco they're like no it's a navajo taco and then so that's just a big argument that always always oh, that it's i don't think it's like super serious like we're like, you're not gonna fight over it but it's just like one of those things like i think you know the navajo people are very prideful just like any other tribe and so yeah they have their beliefs and we have ours and so <laughs> So they, they, it's just like, a, they it's, don't coincide. Yeah. And sometimes, I mean, we're not all going to get along. You know? yeah. But no, but she was telling because she was Lakota and she was saying like, yeah, the Navajos will come in and be like, we want a Navajo taco. And she's like, well, that's not on our menu. It says Indian taco. <laughs> so, so it's just one of those things, you know, natives, we like to, we like to, you know, hack on each other. So it's, it's also probably out of love, out yeah. of good, good spirit. But I'm like, no Navajos, don't cancel me. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, Yate. Yeah. I'm like, I love, you know, I did want, there was a Navajo food truck that we didn't get to go to but maybe next time but they had mutton sandwiches and i've always wanted to try oh, yeah. mutton so if there's any navajos out there listening invite me to your yeah. barbecue yeah. <laughs> I'm like i want to try mutton chica because that reminds me a little bit of even back home so i'm from my family's from nova italia i shared that with you before mm-hmm. in michoacan um there's a neighboring town that's apatzingan and they claim that they are the inventors of morisqueta oh so if you haven't tried morisqueta before it's, it's white so rice good. with beans um a tomatoey sauce sometimes you eat it with like pork um you know that's usually how my family eats it and you'll put uh, queso cotija and then you mix it up mm-hmm. morisqueta and so there's this big kind of thing there too where like we create yeah though. people from Apatzingan are like no we made morisqueta morisqueta started here and Nueva Italia is like mm-hmm you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. like yeah yeah, yeah. 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 
<laughs> yeah, little junior. <laughs> yeah, so get it. I totally get yeah, that. Yeah, no, that's that's cool. But yeah, definitely, if you're ever in the area, just check out the Frybird House. Tell them we sent you. Yeah, <laughs> they're, sent them. they're all <laughs> Well, that one lady did recognize. She's like, "Were you guys here the other day?" Yeah. yeah, we're like, "We're from Idaho. We don't, you know, we don't have this food there." Yeah, <laughs> and they were so nice too. They're I like, know. "Oh, travel well," or yeah. you know, they were yeah. Definitely gave off like they just remind me of like family members, yeah. you know. Just oh, see you later, Auntie. Yeah. <laughs> Until next time. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, any other like spot that kind of stood out to you, Chigex? Um, I did like the Taco Boys. Oh yeah, we went there last time we were in Phoenix, but this time I remember. <laughs> just kidding. Yeah. I remember being the last time we were in Phoenix. I don't remember like bits and pieces, you know. <laughs> adult adult beverages got the best of me, but this time we went and you know yeah in my right mind <laughs> and the food was good i love that the the carne asada was like char grilled or char, yeah, right there in front of us yeah like right up in like what is it called char broiled or boil or char yeah, i don't know char, char grilled <laughs> charmander <laughs> But that was cool because, like, the environment seemed so fast, too. Like, there were so many cooks that were, like, prepping the food. And there's yeah. the awesome salsa bar that had, like, all the pepinos. Oh, that we yeah. just had, like, oh, 20 of them. Pepinos, yeah. And it was just cool. I, I mean, that was one place that I enjoyed. And the music, the atmosphere was, it was yeah. a vibe, you know? It felt like we were just, like, in the backyard. We were yeah. going to eat. And Mi Gente was there, right? So mm-hmm. we were, and yeah. Mi Gente just means my people. Yeah. <laughs> For you non-Spanish uh, speakers. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was cool i definitely you know i i've also noticed there's like a haircut a very popular haircut <laughs> in this area that i'm like i'm gonna go back home and get that haircut. yeah i'm let my hair grow out a little bit and <laughs> maybe i'll get this haircut that's very popular here in phoenix i don't even know what it's called but yeah, it's a it's, it's, it's a, a cool def- haircut would you say it's a variation of the edgar haircut that's popular <laughs> in in idaho maybe yeah. yeah like a little toned down like a little bit like you still have the bangs yeah it's and like all shorter in the back <laughs> yeah it just was you know it was a cool i mean i'm 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 a fan you know yeah. i might be i might get me the pencil plume haircut next you know um yeah i'm no, grow I'm... my hair out <laughs> just next time i see you, you're gonna bang yeah. <laughs> only one in lab way yeah. on the rest of the, the, the haircut it's me daniel yeah don't hate me behind my bangs yeah. <laughs> oh my bangs <laughs> Yeah. You know, GKX bangs are really close or a short step away from getting an emo haircut. So. Yeah, we already went through that phase. I don't need to, <laughs> yeah. go, I don't need to go back. Yeah. Um, so, Taco Boys was great. I loved it too. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you show up, just kind of some etiquette, push your way up to the front. Oh, yeah. <laughs> there's uh, a lot, there's a lot find, find the guy who has a notepad, one of those like order things. Yeah. He's the one who's going to take your order. <laughs> yeah. And then you take that and take it over the cash register. Mm-hmm. They'll ring you up and pay and take your name. <laughs> and then you just try to find somewhere to sit. There was nowhere to sit. Yeah. Um, because there's just so many people there. It's that popular. And then they call your name and they'll give you your little plates with your tacos be careful if you ask for a quesadilla because i think they think that it means cheese on your tacos <laughs> i just ordered a regular taco and i didn't hate that but my tacos came back with shredded mozzarella cheese which you know i i, I did like i didn't mind that but um was not expecting that when i got my tacos <laughs> and i'm also not one to make a big deal out of like yeah, you know same. little thing on food is different well seeing all those guys back there i wasn't gonna say nothing yeah. i'm like oh man they could probably kick my butt <laughs> so 
you know, uh, I'm like, just eat your taco, yeah. Chica. Well, and I will say that no one was menacing or anything like oh, that. Oh, yeah, yeah, no. Uh, it was just uh, just super fast-paced. There were so many people yeah. there. And the food was delicious. I ended up loving my tacos with cheese, so incidentally, <laughs> I might just order them like that from yeah. now on. <laughs> but that salsa bar was on another level. It had uh, repollo. It had all the different types of salsas, like five different kinds. Uh, they had... Radishes, um, they had pepinos like sliced mm. up, ready with some. You know, I wish I would have bought my tahini because I could have. Yeah. You been, know, it could have been a good yeah, little little snack. Could have been a good to go. Healthy, healthy, yeah, right? yeah for sure, um, definitely healthy. And there was just a lot of like good people. I like going to places that have a lot of Latinos. It mm. like just reminds me of home. Yeah. So Phoenix definitely feels like home, especially with some of these restaurants, chickens. Yeah, like I said, it just feels so nice to not be the only brown person. Mm-hmm. Like everywhere we go anywhere in idaho most times well i guess outside of like you know our own communities but being like i don't know being the only person of color it's like sometimes it's hard you know so like being here in phoenix and i mean i'm sure there are racists here too and stuff but just it's probably not as common as like what we would expect in idaho or something like that but yeah so it's been nice it's been nice that people just look like me and they're not treating me weird because of it you know right or giving me weird looks or anything like that it's been nice it has been nice yeah for for sure. Um, I know we also got to check out a popular like TikTok bar <laughs> yeah. thing um, called the Ghost Donkey. That was cool. Yeah. Um, definitely a vibe. It played like all Spanish music. Oh yeah, um, that was that was legit. the drinks were really good. Yes. And the atmosphere. I mean, it was definitely one of those Instagram spots. Like you go mm-hmm. there, you get your picture and your drink. Mm-hmm. And there was also like it's also very kind of dark in there too. So you, if you want to bring your girl there or your man there, mm-hmm. uh, there were people definitely in the corner in the dark <laughs> making out. <laughs> yeah. um, it's, it's definitely a vibe though. The music was on point. I love. I just love any bar that has good music to be honest yeah. like it could be you know a small you know boring bar but if the playlist is hitting um, i'm for it and i must say so the the ghost donkey is kind of random because ghost donkey that doesn't necessarily bring latino to mind but it was a latino inspired bar yeah and the staff was uh latino which mm-hmm. is cool and they also were like just welcoming from the beginning so yeah. we did go on a weekday night nice. which was you know slower yeah but the bartender came up to us and she's i think she could tell that we were out of towners yeah so she was like hey welcome is this your <laughs> first time and so we got our drinks that um th- was it a paloma or was it a margarita? I can't a remember. Paloma. It was a Paloma, but it was made with a Jamaica. Yeah, that was good. And that was really, really good. It's, yeah, it was It was good. I'm wishing for one right now. And <laughs> if you haven't heard of Jamaica, it's hibiscus. Yeah. So have you ever had hibiscus tea? That's literally what Jamaica is. And so um, that that was that was cool. And the other part the other part about it, too, was they were quick with their service. Uh, they were paying attention to us. Mm-hmm. They came in and gave us our drinks from the bar. Like, it was just a vibe and I, i'm here for it i, I yeah. definitely want to go back like on a busy night because i want to see what that looks like so you can dance around all the chicas yeah <laughs> i'm like if they played by also that role i definitely mm-hmm. yeah they're dancing at yeah and i know um i mean i know so you know we're recording here in phoenix but i know tonight is our last night here yeah. we're gonna meet up with the bro amani amani is nimi poo from lapway so he lives down here in this area so excited to see what things uh we get into yeah <laughs> tonight. we'll see it was, it was the last 
right. hopefully I make my flight tomorrow. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, it's just, you know, that's a cool thing too about whenever you travel to like another city and if there's someone from home there, like it's always cool to like catch up with them or, you know, just, I'm sure it gets home, homesick, you know, like yeah. living so far away from home. So being around your, your people always is just like a good little, good little feeling. So I'm, yeah. I'm excited. And next week we'll report on what happened. If you did have a crazy <laughs> night or not, we'll tune in next week. Yeah. <laughs> maybe we'll tell you, maybe we won't. Yeah, maybe yeah. we'll tell you bits and pieces. Yeah. Because that's all I remember. Yeah. <laughs> well, I want to touch on another place we got to visit, Chijek. Yeah. So you took me to Papago. Papago. Pa- 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 I don't know. How do you say Papa it? Yo-Yo. <laughs> I so, just kept calling it Papa Yo-Yo. Papago. Papago Park. Papago. Papago Park, which is also conveniently placed next to Hole in the Rock. Those are like staple like places here in Phoenix, right? I think it's like a touristy spot. There's a lot of people there taking pictures and hiking and stuff. Yeah. So Papago Park had a kind of like oasis vibe. Is that what I would Like a lake maybe? Yeah. Man-made lake or I don't know. A lot of palm trees, really cool water. It's like definitely desert vibes. Yeah. But the cool part was we thought it would be scorching hot, but because of the cool weather and there was a breeze, it didn't feel like that at all. So thank you because I got some fire picks out of it. Yes, we did. You know, I was telling you the last time I was in that park getting my pictures last year and our friend that was taking my pictures, she, she fell. <laughs> and I was thinking like when I was taking yours, I was like, now it makes sense on why she fell because I was like, whoa, like, yeah. I was kind of like leg was going out <laughs> trying to, on the side of the. Well, you know, we get every angle, you know, we, we got to get. Angle. And that's how, you know, you, you know, you, you know, you a bad bitch when you can post so many angles. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, yeah, we're committed to our fire picks. So yeah, yeah, you know, definitely. The followers gotta, yeah, you know, they gotta see. Yeah, you know, um, I, I want to commend us both because we happened to do, so we did the little hike up to the hole in the uh, rock yeah. and we did it in our Burks. <laughs> <laughs> if I have a blister tomorrow, I know where it's from. Um, yeah, definitely that hike. Oh, thankfully the hike wasn't like super bad. I mean, a little steep in one little area, mm-hmm. but other than that, but it was kind of scary though, because Burks are not like, nope. not, not a lot of traction. So the rocks are kind of slick, but, uh, no one fell. Yeah, so no that was fell. good. Yeah, yeah, um, was good. there was people hiking that with their babies like their newborn yeah, babies that was that. like slings and i'm like oh. now one lady even had heels on did you see that or like i did type thing i was like dang lady somebody had like some of those like old navy flip-flops oh I'm like, yeah oh, that probably oh, hurts <laughs> i'm like dang you're brave uh that, <laughs> was, that was not for me yeah i haven't worn flip-flops ever since college <laughs> <laughs> Well, it's crazy because now when I think about it, when I put on flip flops, it kind of hurts my foot. Yeah, like kind of feels weird. So no more flip flops. I can't do. I can't but. do those either. GX. I was just gonna say it was a very beautiful scenery. Yes, for sure. We made it from the bottom of the mountain. Yeah. All the way to the top. All the way up. All the way up. Uh, if you want to see some some of those pictures, definitely hit up our Instagram account, Brown Star yes. Podcast. We just posted plug, a little video. Plug the Instagram. I, we, I mean, we got it. Yeah, you want to see what we're talking about? Yeah. Check out the Instagram. Yeah. And, you know, also, I did want to share. So, like, while we were here in Phoenix, I also got to attend a conference for work. It's the Native Broadcast Summit. It was put on by Native Public Media. Yeah. Um, Native Public Media is just the, they're the GOAT. You know, they're just, they just, and if you don't know what GOAT means, GOAT means greatest of all time. <laughs> but um, they're just an awesome organization that helps bridge, you know, tribal communities into, like, the FCC and CPB, all these different, like, radio, you know, government terms 
or whatever. But yeah. um, Native Public Media, just they put on an awesome summit this week. So I was down here, got to attend that and got to meet a bunch of cool uh, fellow Native broadcasters who have been in this business way longer than that than me. Yeah. So I got to like sit and just learn and listen to a lot of the cool things that they were sharing and their experience. And this conference for me is always so um, it's like validating and like what I do. It's one yeah. of those things where I feel like, damn, OK, I am doing something good because there's times where I feel like, shit, I'm like, am I ready to move on to the next chapter? Yeah. But then these conferences I come to, they remind you, like give you like a extra boost of like, you know, confidence of like, you know, you're doing a good job and stuff like that. So, yeah. Chikix, do you mind if I ask, like, what is the purpose of the conference so the purpose of the conference is basically for all the tribal stations to attend and like network and learn from each other you know um it's really a big networking event like i believe there's like over 57 tribal um stations wow but uh actually hold on let me pull up my notes here (laughs) so it says that today there are 57 Native American radio stations broadcasting across the United States, providing news, stories, music, cultural programs, and information. So um, it was cool. This conference is always so cool because I get to meet all these other Natives who are doing what I do in their own community. So there's like Alaskan Natives here. There's Southwest Natives, Northwest Natives, Midwest Natives, East Coast Natives. Um, I haven't met any Seminoles or any South, what do you call that? Southeast? Southeast, yeah. Southeast. Yeah, I haven't I met any there, but um, but yeah, this conference is always just so cool to meet all the other different natives. And I think one of my favorite things about this conference is hearing all the different languages. Like, there's oh, so many yeah. different languages that are spoken on the air at their respected stations. Like, some people um, broadcast only in their tribal language, oh, and so cool. things like that are always really cool and stuff. And it's just one of those things. Like, dang, like yeah, we're all native, we're all like you know indigenous to this land, but we all have different like cultures and languages and stuff so that's always like the coolest thing is like we're all have this similar experience but like we're also different at the same time and we can learn from one another so is is it also kind of a way to showcase like opportunities that other folks can like you probably can take ideas from each other right yeah and apply them to your own tribal uh radio stations the other thing i'm thinking about chicks is it's probably like is there a website where all the tribal stations are listed is that part of the yeah i believe you can just go to native public publicmedia.com or it might be .org one of them but it's native public media if you just google that um they have a list of all of the tribal stations because we're all under their umbrella oh, so okay. like all of us are all part of the same network that are you know they work with all of us for all of our reporting all of our compliance like stuff that we have to do to you know in order to receive funding and stuff like that so they're they're like the like the aunties and uncles of our tribal stations <laughs> like they teach us and they tell us what to do and or make sure we do things you know that are done correctly and, and where we can still continue to do what we do so yeah, yeah native public media shout out to them shout out to their staff is just amazing they're like the i mean i don't know like like I said, the goats, yeah. the greatest of all time, because they definitely keep us uh, on air. You know, they help us out in a lot of ways. So, And that's such a good resource just for any of our listeners who would like to listen to yeah. tribal radio stations from where they live here in the continental U.S. Um, you know, the 
they can go and find that and see maybe I can start tuning in to learn more about the native communities that are like from my region my yeah. area so I'll, that'll be really cool Chikex what are some of the most memorable presentations that you were able to attend this this time around because you've been coming for the last yeah. few years right yeah um, there was a few things I wrote in my notes like one of the like the CEO of Native Public Media you know in her opening remarks she was saying like you know radio broadcasters are the voices of Indian country which I didn't think anything I mean I knew like being on the radio yeah we definitely have a voice and stuff but I, it's crazy how far our reach goes like when it comes to the community and stuff because hearing all these other people's stories about how the radio impacts their community in a positive way makes me it inspires me to do more too but like also it's like something I can relate with like dang I didn't know other people you know it's just one of those things because I can't I mean I don't know it's one of those weird things where I can't just I'm not just no regular tribal job where I can talk about like oh yeah we had to deal with tribal council or whatever but this is like radio tribal radio and so like the only way people I can relate to is people who know that world yeah. and so um, that was one thing that stuck out to me is her saying we're the voices of Indian country I'm like dang more pressure (laughs) and then another thing too that made me like I mean this is something I preach all the time about being in control of our own narrative especially as native people but she said like if we don't tell our own stories then who will Yeah, you know and and I was like dang yeah you're you're right auntie (laughs) and then like she even mentioned like you know when history is written by the colonizers then you know they're always the heroes so a lot of times with the history that is taught you know it's always not always right so i was like dang it's just she had a lot of good things to say and she's she's an awesome lady and even one i don't remember who said this but they're talking about like tribal broadcasters are the foundation for change like in our communities too yeah and i was like dang just more pressure (laughs) no there was just a lot of good things that they were talking about you know and and like i know antonia gonzalez she's like the host of national native news it's a syndicated radio show that's broadcasters throughout the u.s she's she's a big deal too and she was on one of her panels that they were talking about like climate change and stuff and how radio helps like tell those stories because a lot of times when people think of climate change like you know people have all their own opinions and stuff but um she mentioned how indigenous people you know need to not only be a part of the conversations but to be at the table where those decisions are made you know so i was like dang good words (laughs) but but yeah no it was just it's just there's a lot of a lot of good little Easter eggs that were said this week, and I just, you know, I couldn't keep up with all of them. But for some of them that stuck out, it just it was just like like the reassurance of like what I'm doing in my in my job is like, you know, you're yeah. doing a good job. So I was like, dang, get me all emotional. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, last question on this conference, just because I'm curious, Chickax, what do you think is your favorite part? Like, what is your biggest takeaway? Um, I know you shared about connecting, networking, feeling inspired, and then definitely taking in new perspectives that maybe. You hadn't seen it from that lens before but Mm -hmm. uh what's your favorite part i think my favorite part of this conference is like sitting with like the ogs like sitting with the with like the like the native broadcasters that have been in this for like 30 plus years you know who've like paved the way for me to do what i do Mm -hmm. um that's like one of my favorite things to just sit and listen because i got to um sit with one of the ladies who she's her name is la williams and she she was the keynote this morning and she's a a navajo broadcaster she's She's one of the first and only natives to broadcast the Phoenix Suns games. So if you don't know who the Phoenix Suns are, they're an NBA team here in Phoenix. But she broadcasts those games all in the Navajo language. Wow. And it's distributed out on their tribal station all throughout the Navajo Nation where um, 
Um, a lot of times radio is the only source of information that they can, you know, get their info out from from their own tribe. So that was cool to sit there and like kind of listen to her and talk about how she's very big on like mentorship. She said like she wants to mentor the younger radio people because like she basically was saying like, you know, we're getting older now and it's like your turn to step up. Like you guys have to do this. We laid the foundation. You guys got to do it. And I was like, dang, okay, no more pressure, <laughs> you know. But no, it was just one of those cool things because, like, I always think about the like the work that I do in radio, especially tribal radio. I always think like, obviously, I didn't create it. I didn't. I wasn't the first like original employee of our radio station. But like for me, I feel like I inherited it and I ran with it. Yeah. You know, like not only was I given this opportunity to pretty much like run our tribal radio station, but I like took it to the level that it's at. You know, and so for me, I'm like, I don't take that kind of stuff for granted. Like yeah. I'm always, I'm big on respect. So like I always got to give a shout out to the people who paved the way for me to do what I do just because I mean I wouldn't be here be here without those people who you know knock those doors down and so that's kind of what I take away a lot is just sitting with the OGs and learning um I don't know if I'd call them elders just because that might (laughs) I don't want to be like they're not saying they're old but they definitely got good elder wisdom for sure okay got it oh that's good well thank you for sharing I um I didn't attend but I you know have heard about it from you with these last couple of days everything you've been doing and it sounds very worthwhile and it mm-hmm. definitely sounds like you know something that you can take with you and bring back to your community yeah. which i'm sure you will and you have been doing so yeah. amazing chickax more pressure yeah <laughs> who loves more pressure when it comes to being put on the spot just kidding but yeah chickax so definitely always look forward to this conference and and just this networking time you know but um you know i guess just to wrap things up on that we can jump into our language lesson our brown sounds noises Um, but today what we're going to teach you since we are in phoenix and it's hot um well it's not like hot hot but it's hot hot, if you're in the sun it's hot (laughs) so how to say it's hot in nimi putim the nespers language is iyakes hiwis iyakes hiwis yep iyakes hiwis iyakes hiwis it's very sometimes nespers it's backwards yeah. in our words sometimes our phrases like they'll say the, what it is and then back, it's, yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. 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 Okay, english chicas. is a weird language <laughs> it really yes yes it is uh well chicax in spanish we would say esta caliente esta caliente caliente yes mm, and it is it's very <laughs> hot outside it was definitely hot in the car like the when you pull up to the car I'm like who <laughs> back instantly sweat on the leather seats <laughs> well i think i was talking to one of our good friends last time that we came to visit and she mentioned that it usually can get very hot in this area oh yeah um our uber driver the other night shared it was you know can get up to 125 or hotter yeah degrees fahrenheit and uh flo was saying there's some there's some cars actually you would think the tires would be made special here or something something uh, i mean i don't know i don't know how much how hot it has to be to melt rubber but uh i definitely can see that though because like in the, when it gets like super summertime like july august i think is when it's like 115 on up you know yeah 120. how upset would you be if you just walked this out in your clothes and- <laughs> I, I don't even have insurance <laughs> most natives we drive without insurance <laughs> our insurance is our sweet grass on the dash <laughs> creator bless my car yeah. oh. 
<laughs> no, that's a good cheek act. So I guess that takes us to our Shades of Brown Shade question round. Yeah, you ready? Yeah, yeah. We are definitely, you know, we got to kind of cut this episode short because we want to get out. And yeah. We got to get out. We got to get out and, you know, celebrate our last night here. We so, do. So we're giving you guys a short episode today. Uh, but tune in next week. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Episodes will keep on coming, everybody. Yeah, yeah. So if this is your first uh, Shades of Brown Shady Questions, if this is your first uh, Brown Sound episode, shame on you. Just kidding. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Just shame what do you live under a rock? <laughs> yeah. No, if this is your first uh, Shades of Brown Shady Question round, here's how the game is played we asked three questions and you know the way that we asked them could land us in hot water because depending (laughs) on our answer they could be considered shady Mm. and we like to keep it fun here at the brown sound because you know sometimes we do have difficult uh you know hard to discuss topics Mm -hmm. and we like to end up sort of in a fun laughing way Mm -hmm. and so today cheek x i have three questions for you oh you get to answer, you have to answer absolutely two. You yeah. can skip one, but if you're brave, you'll answer all three. So here are our questions for today. Let's go. Question one Has anyone tickled your fancy in Phoenix, Arizona? At what point should you stop dating multiple people at the same wow, time? Wow, we're getting personal. We're getting a little personal. <laughs> and then, have you ever talked smack about anyone in your native tongue while they were in the same space? <laughs> Oh, We're going to tell on ourselves yeah. a little bit. Wow. I just told you a story earlier and then you come up with those shady questions. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, hey, that was for off the record. Yeah. Um, well, has anyone tickled my fancy in Phoenix? <laughs> uh, no, my fancy is untickled. <laughs> That's all I'll say. I mean, there might be a little tickle here and there, but... <laughs> oh, uh, what does that mean? Yeah. <laughs> tickle, tickle, tickle. <laughs> um, and at what point should you stop dating multiple... Okay, at what point you stop dating multiple people at a time or whatever? Um, I'll never. Just kidding. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'll do what you want as long as you're not married. Just yeah. kidding. No. Oh. No. Um, I think for me, I mean, hmm, I would say... If you take it more serious, like once you like, like make it official, like, oh, like, so, cause you can date someone and yeah. like, you don't, it's not, it's just be like for fun. Like you don't have to be serious. Right. So I think if you should stop dating multiple people though, is like, once you take that next step, like, okay, like I want to be serious with you. Like I want to pursue a relationship. Yeah. Like that's when you should cut off all the little side things, you know? Yeah, yeah. No, <laughs> but that's, that's, that's just on me though. But some people, I mean, I know, I know people who are married that still <laughs> date multiple people. So, but that's none of my business oh. to tell. <laughs> and uh have i ever talked smacked about anyone in my life yes of course i mean i feel like that's what you do is like if you know another language <laughs> like, and they don't um yeah i definitely have definitely talked um a smack of about the Soyapo people. Yeah. Um, definitely. Or even just kind of look why. I guess mm. I'm almost just really telling myself. <laughs> anyway, I'll just say yes, I have. Okay, but. okay. Fair enough. Fair enough. All right, Jake. So has anyone tickled my fancy in Phoenix Arizona? <laughs> well, first of all, no one tickles me. Oh. <laughs> I don't even know what that means, but you're, I'm just, I'm clarifying. You're like, no, she moved. <laughs> <laughs> You're bad. You're bad. You're gonna get me in trouble. Uh, uh-huh. 
No, I, I just feel like we haven't had enough, like, it's a short trip. Yeah. We haven't had enough time to really be out. And it's, so we went out to get, grab a couple drinks to the um, Ghost Donkey, but there was nobody there. <laughs> we It was like us and like four other groups, you know yeah. what I mean? And the one time we went to the hotel bar, um, it was, like it was just packed, but it was, every, everybody was old. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, hey, that might be someone's, someone, yeah. you know, go right ahead, but not, not, not for me. Yeah, yeah not, not me. <laughs> <laughs> and then at what point should you stop dating multiple people? So first of all, uh, you know, unless you're exclusive, I, I you know, mm-hmm. we, we're at the edge where we're getting to know people. And I, I think it's fine to date multiple people at the same time. As long as, yeah. you know, you're not exclusive or it's not serious, right. you know, you and, and I don't feel like you need to tell people either. You know, what I mean, that that's just your business. Yeah. Like, True. Um, but True. but what I would Preach. say is, yeah, if, if it feels a little bit more, you know, kind of growing feelings, right. you probably need to talk about. You need to be an adult and talk about it. Hey, where is this going? Are we are we yeah. are we doing something or <laughs> you know? I, I I think it's important to have that just so that it doesn't feel like betrayal later. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like I didn't come into this feeling like they, there was expectations about us yeah. being you know. Yeah, and Exclusive. and knowing knowing you and your history, you definitely date multiple. Oh my god, <laughs> you definitely are uh, preaching to your own choir or marching to your own beat. I would just say, well, you know, I wouldn't share something I don't live by. But what yeah, I'm saying yeah. is, just be an adult about it. Yeah. If you are dating yeah, multiple people, take that because that could go into the player territory, and that's you know nobody mm-hmm. nobody likes that. Girls are players that. too, right? <laughs> Anybody could girls be players too. And then, have you ever talked about? about anyone in your native tongue while they were in the same space yes mm-hmm. yes uh you know being bilingual my english is for me but it's also for you monolingual people <laughs> uh you know and, yeah. and if i'm speaking my my native tongue and if i'm speaking with somebody uh from my family yes absolutely if we're in a space and it feels awkward or weird yeah i'm gonna say hey this guy's kind of off let's let's move it on out of here and I, I guess that can be like annoying friend. yeah yeah this guy's freaking annoying or, you know, things like that. Oh, That's when I've done it. Look at his outfit. <laughs> just their appearance. Yeah. <laughs> no, oh, I, don't, wow. I don't really use it that way. But <laughs> now, if someone's been kind of weird and the vibes are weird yeah. and I'm with, like, a family member or friend, yeah, I'm going to say it in Spanish. Let's get out of here. That guy's creepy or whatever. Yeah. That's definitely how I've used it. Um, no, TKX, I just want to say uh, I, I like when we travel as friends because yeah. there's always, you know, sightseeing. There's always something fun, new memories. Mm-hmm. Um, it's it's also for, I, I'm thinking back of the times we traveled with like groups of friends, oh, yeah, like, groups of three, and, <laughs> <laughs> and you know, <laughs> yeah, and it's different. It's different now. Yeah, you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. Definitely. And, um, and I can't think of this trip with like you know bigger groups because once you start to travel in large groups, and I'm just thinking about my family now, it can get very hard to balance everybody's like needs for the trip. Mm, like yeah, people like to do this. People don't like to do that mm-hmm. people complain about this that, that starts to get a little nervy sometimes yeah it goes little, back and forth like, like uh now we have to do this because yeah. they want to do yeah. you know what i mean it's yeah. easier to travel with like a small group and yeah. like-minded people yeah yeah no i you know i always enjoy our travel trips i know it's weird because sometimes like my cousins or my sister will be like don't be rugged or i'm like do you just think me and javi are this rugged out here <laughs> yeah. like uh we are gentlemen yeah <laughs> I'm like, I'll buy you a drink. <laughs> yeah. That's how you're doing. Right? <laughs> yeah, I'm like, no, but it's just always funny because I don't know where these people come to think like I'm just some rugged, like, I'm like, I'm like, low key, I'm a lover boy, man. Like, I'm romantic. 
Yeah, <laughs> but like I, I could see, you know, and then just so everybody knows, uh, you know, Daniel and my cousin. No. Um, <laughs> no. Karen are just, no. You know, it's going to be, it's going to happen. It's not a thing. I have, I, have, I have my hopes. You know what I mean? It's I mean? not. Well, I'm glad you have your hopes. <laughs> Someone has to have them, chicas. Um, anyways, moving forward, you know, Javi said no one's tickled his, you know, fancy this time in Phoenix, but the last time we were in Phoenix, he was tickled. He was uh, no, I wasn't. Everybody's like at home wondering what that is. I know. I'm like, someone I know just someone will, yeah. well, I know someone back home will be like, who tickled his fancy? <laughs> I, why don't you let me tickle his fancy? For the record, no one is. I don't even know what it means now. So I, I feel like know. if I say something, people are going to be like, oh, Javi's not. Javi's fancy's tickled. <laughs> All right, let's close up yeah, the episode, yeah. Chicken. Yeah. Let's, you know, let's go. Let's, it's time. It, you know, it's five o'clock. So it is. So it is. It's about that time. I'm, like, and I'm hungry again. Yeah. <laughs> Freiburg House? Yeah. <laughs> just, we just came from there. But yeah, anyways, um, thanks, you know, to our listeners out there. Shout out to you all for all the support and all the likes, Absolutely. all the downloads. Yeah. You know, we reached over 11,000 downloads. And so we're just mm-hmm. continuing to grow. If you haven't yet and you feel it deep down in your little heart, <laughs> um, give us a five star rating because yeah. it helps us, you know, pop up in the searches and yeah. things like yeah. that. Yeah. And if you like it, then might as well, you know, give us a rating. And if you don't like it, you know, keep that opinion, fold it up, <laughs> put it in your pocket. <laughs> And don't ever open it. Just kidding. <laughs> I, just, I thought you were going to tell them to put it somewhere else. Yeah. Put it in <laughs> your pockets. Yeah. Just kidding. No, I'm still wondering who gave us that one star. Oh, I'm still feeling like, salty about that. I know. I'm like, okay, haters well. going to hate. Because it's like we have all five star ratings and then and we have one. one someone's one just rating. trolling. Hater. I know it's someone's trolling. Hater. Someone's probably just mad. Like, ooh, yeah. I like their podcast, but I'm the one because I hate them too. Hater. Because there are people like that who listen and don't like us, but they just listen to tune in because they want to know what we're doing yeah and maybe to the, our face they're like yeah nice yeah, and they're all definitely yeah that's that's yeah. common you know that's a, <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. but anyways um yeah so we i guess we'll wrap this episode up and we will see you all next week yeah any last words cheek uh, you know now that i uh you know i've been in in heat constantemente <laughs> <laughs> i would say people um you know brush your teeth wear Ooh. deodorant mm. uh, uh, you know, clean clothes goes a long ways because we yes. I ran into stinky people, cheek eggs, and I'm yeah. not a fan of the smells. And it's hot here, it's so hot. I'm sure people get <laughs> some stinky, smelly. Yep. Anyways, do that. Feel good. Be good. Look good. Because that says a lot about you as a person. Mm-hmm. We'll see you next time. Adios. See ya. Cut Yo and muchas gracias for listening to the Brown Sound Podcast. We had a blast with y'all today and make sure to tune in next time. To follow us more closely, check us out on Instagram at the Brown Sound Podcast for partnership opportunities or just want to get a hold of us, you can shoot us a DM on Instagram. Disclaimer, the thoughts and opinions expressed on this podcast are those of the hosts and hosts only.